We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The score! This hour is brought to you by Team Hochberg. Visit their website, 56david.com. That's 56david.com. I'll be back this way on Monday. We'll settle this then. Right there, out in the street. In front of the palace alone. Yeah, right. When? High noon? Usually we do high noon before noon, but now it is noon and we're doing high noon. See, we're playing games with you. But that means it's the midpoint of your week. So, oh, yeah, that's right. I yeah. guess technically it is the midpoint. Midpoint of your work week, and now it's all downhill from here. And what we do is we first let you know what we've been talking about on the show. We started out yammering about hip-hop and random things, and then talked a little bit of football. NASCAR. Did some NASCAR. Mike Florio joined us to talk about all the things that are popping around in the NFL. We talked about Yasmani Grandal hitting now without having a shift to worry about and how he thinks that's going to help him. And the high-end defensive positioning of Dansby Swanson and how important that is to the Cubs' run prevention model. Now, wait. We, we have to be very clear about something. Carrie is still here. I have brought, brought Carrie in as a special right. guest. Yeah, she for walked high out noon. into the hall and roped him back as a special <laughs> high noon guest. So listen, What's listen. I, I've got a rule here that I need you to adhere to, Carrie. Okay. Right. <laughs> He's holding his hand up like the oath. We're gonna do a story that involves you and the marathon and our guy Dan over here. Why does it involve me? Just shut up. <laughs> But after it's done, because of the way that this segment sometimes goes, I want you to immediately leave. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I don't As want... As your attorney. I, yeah, exactly. It's just I want that you you're to have valuable some, to the city and a dignitary. Yes. And we're goofballs. We want to make sure that you have some plausible deniability for okay. the other stories that we might end up doing yes. after your story is done. I, I hear you. We Good apologize advice. in advance. I have my Jonathan Sherman, my attorneys on speed down too. He should be yeah. for you being a part of this segment. Hit it, Mike. So the reason why Carrie is joining us for this extra segment is when I reacted to hearing that he was going to be on the show and said, do I have a story for you guys? But the real story is the story Carrie had for me when we talked right before the marathon in October. Relayed by your wonderful wife. Can you tell Dan what she and you heard? Sure. sure. I, I, my, my wife obviously is a big fan of you, listens to you guys. She's a, she's a Meals on Wheels volunteer, so she delivers three days a week, and she listens to you guys, religiously loves you guys. And it was this, this segment about... Dan only had one pair of shoes. Trenchfoot, Dan. Yeah, right, exactly. Dan, yeah. high on, yeah. on both the let, COVID let the and flu vaccine. These are new. Yeah, and so that... He and, and he only and if they were wet, he had to wear them and and this whole thing. And my I, I my wife called me in a uh, just a you know a, a state. She was like, Dan's only got one pair of shoes. I mean, you have <laughs> you work with Nike. Can you get him another pair of? Sh- He's got to have another. He can only have one pair of shoes. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I she goes, they were just they just did a segment where he only has one pair of shoes. And and so and I'm like. 
I, I, I know, Dan, I, I don't know. One pair of shoes, I, I find that hard to believe. But yes, I can if, if that's what you'd like me to do. <laughs> yes. So she was uh, so distraught and upset yeah. by the fact that you were. I mean, I have, have to like, walk around barefoot. I have shoes for other things. Like I have, ah. I have golf shoes. Yeah. I've got a pair of dress shoes. But as far as shoes that he wears in here, Carrie, until recently, he only had one pair. Right. And of course, she was listening to the day where Dan had come to work really ill-advised, high on the COVID and flu vaccine at the same time. And of course, it was when we were talking about trench foot. Was that the same day? Yes. yes. Is that the day when I was- You wouldn't I was, remember because you was, were hooped up was, on doof it was, the, it was the day that we should have sent you home. <laughs> I was reacting to both vaccines. Because so you never had a low know grade what, fever. Yeah. what innocent, well-meaning person is right. listening. So she wanted me to run out and get you a pair of Air Jordans or whatever. Well, I'm not hey. sure what it was, but-, but. Uh, I said I would check That's into very nice of her. Yes, but Th- she was very, very, very uh, concerned, concerned yes. about I'm, you. I'm glad. She, we were concerned too, Carrie. <laughs> I'm glad you, very concerned. I'm, I'm glad she was looking out for me. So, so please, please pass along my thanks. Okay, it's not very rarely you get a 911 call when it <laughs> yeah. involves yeah. you and your, your my, uh, shoes and, and or feet. lack of shoes. So, Well, please tell your wife we said thank you. She's a wonderful person. And we really need to start segments with the disclaimer that Dan is at work under advisement not to be next time so it doesn't alert wonderfully nice people that something might be wrong when my, it's not really wrong. My mother texted me and said, is Dan high? <laughs> <laughs> well, and no. I was like, kind of. Well, maybe. Kind of a little bit. I was just like, oh no, she heard the trench foot segment. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. All right, Carrie, get the hell out of thank here. You, thank Carrie. you, Carrie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You've guys. really helped my segment. And this is why I asked Carrie to leave. <clears throat> <laughs> Headline from People Magazine. And shout out to listener Dan Lauer, who hit me up on Instagram yesterday and said, Lawrence, you should use this for a high noon story. The headline reads, Woman finds husband's body while getting Christmas decorations from a closet eight months after he went missing. An Illinois man spotted, reported missing last April was found dead eight months later in a hideaway closet in his home. According to the Fox affiliate KTVI, Madison County Coroner's Office confirmed last week that Richard Mage, 53, had died by suicide. The outlet reported that Richard disappeared on April 27th last year after calling his wife, Jennifer Mage, to tell her he was leaving work early. But Jennifer couldn't find or contact him after she returned to their house in Troy, where his car was parked outside. During an initial search of the home, police were unable to locate this man. Later, a second search was conducted at the home after Jennifer complained of a smell. As Jennifer prepared for the holidays on December 11th, she went to look for Christmas decorations in a strange area behind a clothes cupboard under a staircase in the home. She recalled to the Belleville News Democrat, that's where she found her husband's body eight months after he was last seen. Quote, they searched twice? Yep. I decided to put the Christmas tree up and I was looking for a tote of Christmas ornaments, and that's when I discovered him. Happy holidays. I mean, talk about being traumatized multiple times here. Close to the dark story. Yes. That we can't tell you weren't here. Yes. There's a dark story? Oh, oh. yeah, we can't We can't say it on air. Oh. Cannot. Okay, well, I mean, this is yeah, pretty dark. Yeah, we, we, were, we were doing the, the Christmas horror stories, and that was like an actual horror story that came in and we both looked at each other we're like this is no. never seeing the light of day well and i got a lot of messages on social media that were like hey what's the dark story and i'm like i can't, can't. i can't tell but you that's the, the, the dark story is way worse but that's pretty bad poetically well, speaking at yes. the end of it she said she understands why police missed richard's body telling the outlet that they wouldn't have known about the hidden closet and that the smell wasn't overpowering. Yeah, that's why you bring in a dog. Also, the smell. How is a decaying body in your house not overpowering? Because it was behind probably two walls, because this is a hidden closet. Maybe, what maybe, other smells in your house? I was going to say, maybe the house already kind of smells like rotting flesh. 
I don't know. Maybe she has one of those flowers. The, the corpse cor- flowers? Maybe she has a, happens they to have a corpse flower. They only blue once every 24 years. Right. Well, maybe the timing was such. I don't know. Well, here's hoping that he rests in peace. Sandy Gore is coming. So disturbing. A Peruvian man was searched at an archaeological site in Puno. And when police looked inside his delivery cooler bag, it was carrying just about the farthest thing from food. Inside was a centuries-old mummy. His mom is 100 years old? According to the BBC. Oh, you said. Police had stopped the man for acting drunk at the site. He had a large red cooler bag with him, which officers then searched. In it, they found an ancient mummy that was in the fetal position. But wait, there's more. The man, identified by Reuters as Julio Cesar, told a local news outlet that the mummy's name is Juanita, and it had been in his family for 30 years. The local news outlet, Puno Sin Filtro, that means without filter, said that the bag belongs to delivery food service Pedidos Ya. My guy! So, Julio Cesar said, it sleeps in my bedroom with me. (sighs) Uh Uh-oh. There's my bed, the TV set, and next to it, there's Juanita. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh! I I don't think that's how that works, guy. I take care of it. It's like, if you'll pardon the expression, as if it were my spiritual girlfriend. I don't know much about Peruvian law, but this feels... Wrong. Outside of it, yes. Perhaps. Peru's Ministry or of Culture. Or fake girlfriend law, but even then, I don't think that's how this works. Peru's Ministry of Culture got custody of the mummy, saying a day after it was apprehended, it was a mummified adult male. Oh, dear. So it is not Juanita. Correct. It is Juan, that they believe to be between 600 and 800 years old. Hey, is the dark story the Trey Mancini segment? Because we did it. Oh, I've been seeing such uh, funny references to that on the text line, but no. Oh, no, okay. no it is no. far right, too no, I, You are here, but we did. We actually did do the Trey Mancini segment. We did. That has spurned a lot of comments from the listeners. Yeah. This is not that. Okay. The Ministry of Culture took custody of the mummy to protect and preserve the heritage. The mummy's believed to have been around 45 years old at the time of his death. And now measures to be just under five feet. 45 years old. That's an interesting nugget. Well, because that that's a long life. If to be for to be dead for eight hundred years, to live to forty five? Yes. That's pretty good. That that's old. And this town is known as being the birthplace of the Inca Empire. It's located in the South American countries southeast, along say it with me, Lake Titicaca. It's the only reason why you did this story. We went all this way for that. Like, Shame on you. Isn't Shame the rest you. of the lyric, it's between Bolivia and one side of Peru? Unbelievable. <laughs> the mummy's estimated age means that he was likely alive during the reign of the Inca Empire, which rose in the early 1200s and ruled until around 1533. The man and his two friends that he was with at the time they were confronted by police are now being investigated. Is it Namor? The mummy? Yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't that be near Atlantis? No. You, did you not see Wakanda forever? No. I mean, yeah. Okay. Is they cha- he's an Inca? I mean, there are definitely some Inca influences in there. Okay. They've made him Mesoamerican. Actually, uh, Beth watched it on the way back from her latest trip and said she was crying so... She said she was sobbing. Yeah, about the 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 Chadwick Boseman yeah. you know, stuff. They, and they they the whole movie is about how do you deal with death? Yeah, people were looking at her on the plane because she said she was absolutely yeah. it's full blown racked with sobs. The first ten minutes of that movie are going to do something to you, and maybe the last ten minutes of it. And there's a portion in the middle of it that might do something to you. It's all about death okay. and how we deal with it. 
Very important. That's sort of been the theme of this uh, this high noon, right? Just this, just this segment, Dan. Well, I like the story that you were going to do that you that you teased in the pre-show meeting. Should I tell everybody about it? Or can you guys just do it later? Because I won't be here for a while. I feel I feel like you're uncomfortable doing it. Yeah. But I think I think that you should. Drop Penis. city because, because you're uncomfortable doing it. Drop city. I think it's just you should too do many it. drops. Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah, you will become a drop factory. After that, too many. All right, fair enough. We'll save it and we'll do it tomorrow. I bequeath it to you. Thank you. Thanks we so much. We do appreciate it's it. It's so good. No, I know that you've probably been on a plane where you don't get peanuts on that particular day. They're not handing them out. That's because somebody on the plane has a severe allergy. It's really horrible. Buy me some and crack. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the office when that happened live, and I was, like, walking, and I go, It's still so great. We were at the game. We were in the box. It's like, whoa, are we rolling on this? No, we're sitting there like, he just said penis. He did. He he did. And they said, no, it's that Pennsylvania accent. Eh, No. No, it is, though. It was, but yeah. The beautiful. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. Sure thing. What does it cost? <sighs> the best part about this is that the payoff for all of this stuff will happen tomorrow. And there will be people who are listening tomorrow that won't get it to the level of people who are listening today that Just come back. Just absolutely hit the lottery with a bunch of Reese's Penis Peanut Butter Cups. <laughs> It's going to be so, like when we actually do this story, the folks that are listening to High Noon right now are going to be like, yeah, that works on a different level for me. And then the folks that are just listening and be like, oh, that was kind of a funny story. But you'll know. You'll know why I was really saved by the bell with Carrie. But also I wanted to tell that story anyway because it was hilarious. Like of all the days for her to be listening and to all the segments, had to be High Dan with Trenchfoot. But I didn't really. Th- no, that's a show. That, that That's the number three midday show somewhere <laughs> in a medium market. <laughs> High Dan and Trenchfoot on the Sports Wizards. <laughs> Little Rock, Arkansas Radio. <laughs> we have a 200-foot radius. Chattanooga's Sports Monster with High Dan and Trenchfoot. <laughs> With high Dan and Trenchfoot on the sports monster, Leading animal, you in wizard, lookouts baseball, gargoyle, sports gargoyle. Yes, we got lookouts baseball coming up at twelve forty-five today. They're playing the Shreveport Sports <laughs> with a Z. <laughs> Wear my affliction jeans. Make sure they're white stitched. Got some rhinestones on the back pocket. There's a part of me that wishes that Mike Hall could have been a part of this segment because, you know, he's he, he's a guy that is very versed in, like, improv and stuff. Penis man. <laughs> All right, you know what? I don't want Mike Hall to have been a part of this segment. Rankin was ready for the alternate story. That I'm didn't sorry, happen. I know, no. Yeah, those are all loaded in because of yeah. what we thought you were going to do for your story. It what? You guys loaded a bunch of wacky drops about something that we make fun of for my story? Don't worry. I am shocked. We will have it for people tomorrow. You'll like it, even if it's not me saying it. it needs, the story needs to be told. <laughs> Mike Hall is going to talk a little <laughs> Big Ten with us. Next. He's going to get all serious and yeah, talk bucket. Because he's so serious. On right? the score. No bucket. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes, Middays 10 to 2. Your midday definition for Chicago Sports Talk on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Martin looking. Here's Clark. She fires and it goes! She hit it! Wow! That might be the it person in all of basketball right now yep. in some ways, Caitlin Clark. And what numbers the Big Ten Women's Tournament did on Big Ten Network. Here to talk a little buckets with us is Mike Hall. He is on Twitter at Mike Hall here. The Big Ten Network studio host is with us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. What's up, Mike? Hello, crew. How's everyone doing? Hey, buddy. <laughs> How are things? Nice to talk to you guys. I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? We're chilling. Uh, happy to be here because we get to talk some hoops. It's wonderful that the men's tournament starts today at the United Center. But I think we should pick up with where the women's tournament left off because not only has the women's game really gained some ground, but the Big Ten has a very robust field that they can present to the women's team moving forward for the tournament. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it's, it's been an incredible run the last couple of years. Like, like you were saying, Dan, the numbers are way up. We, we set a record last year for regular season viewers in women's hoops. We destroyed it this year by 19%. Our tournament last year set a record. We beat it this year by 25%. We're talking multiple games with more than 300,000 viewers. I mean, that outrates a bunch of football games that we have. I mean, it's, it's really impressive what the sport is doing. And uh, the Big Ten is so different now. I mean, the teams are athletic. They are fast-paced. They are high-scoring. And, yeah, I mean, you guys have talked about Caitlin Clark. Honestly, Dan, I think you undersold it. I think she's the most exciting college basketball player right now, regardless of gender. She is the best thing to happen to that sport in a long time because she's absolutely thrilling. I mean, NBA players are tweeting at her and have been for three years because the stuff she's doing – I mean, it reminds you almost, you know, I was talking to Steph White, who won a national title at Purdue in 99, and she's been one of our analysts for forever. And she was saying, like, there is no real comp. Like, part of Caitlin Clark is Diana Taurasi. Part of her is Sue Bird. But there's, there's no real perfect comparison. It almost gives you – do you guys remember, like, when we first realized what Steph Curry was a couple years into the league? Like, it's got that kind of an excitement factor – to watching her play. It's it's really cool to watch. It's funny because Dan and I have talked about this over the last few weeks where there's been so many positives that uh, that have been associated with how Steph Curry has changed the game. There are also some negatives because there are some, some shooters out there that shouldn't be taking the shots that, that he takes. But you can clearly see that, that Caitlin Clark was influenced. Like, that's part of the stew that, yeah. that is her basketball influence. And seeing her bring that to the women's game has just been phenomenal. Well, I also think there's another side to it. To say she's the most exciting individual player in college basketball, that's also because college basketball this year on the men's side has been kind of wonky. 
And if you're talking about who, what players are there that you're going to tune in to watch individually, the one guy is at the top of the list might be an accessory to a murder. You know, and you've got and you got you know, Zach Eady, who's huge, but isn't necessarily individually exciting to watch. And otherwise, you've got you you just have different teams. The, the Big Ten is a perfect encapsulation of what the college basketball world is. I have no idea what's going to happen in this tournament. Well, and Eady's in the conference. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, we did a uh, we did a preview show yesterday from the United Center with Robbie Hummel and and Bruce Weber, and I was talking about. In one of the commercial breaks, I said something like, you know, it's really interesting because the Big Ten might get 10 teams in, but it's hard to know how many of them have a shot at going to the Sweet 16. And both Bruce and Robbie shut me down pretty quickly. And neither of them are, are homers by any stretch, but they're like, I think you're overestimating the rest of the country. Like the Big Ten will have a bunch of seven, eight, nine seeds in this year tournament. But like, remember how the Big Ten did in non-conference play? Like even their losses, Michigan State lost to Gonzaga by one point. Like, this is not your your standard year of college basketball, and it it feels a little more. I guess wonky is a good word for it. There's not the excitement of a few years ago when a John Morant or or whomever would have been exploding on the scene. Or um, uh, I'm blanking on the kid from Oklahoma, uh, but uh, who plays for the Hawks now. But you know when he was electric, like th- there doesn't have that exact vibe, and that is part of why I said that about Caitlin Clark. But I also think she would stand out in any year, no, no matter what kind of star players were there on the men's side. I think, though, Mike, is we're trying to figure out which conference is strongest, and to me that's kind of where I start my bracketology. It, mm-hmm. The Big Ten tournament is key for this because there were a lot of upsets among the, what, three through seven seeds, I'd say, in the standings. And then right. trying to figure out how all that plays out because there have been some excellent performances where you could say that win gets them in, this win gets them in. And then also there's the, you know, the top of the division where you've also seen a conference where you saw Northwestern really get some nice awards and some accolades. You have a player of the year candidate if you're Iowa. So there's there's a few different ways to try to put this all together in a way that, that could be potentially very exciting for the overall strength of the Big Ten. And it, it makes for this week, Layla, in particular, really exciting because a usual tournament, right? You'd have two or three teams who are elite, you know, maybe one, maybe two bubble teams, and then a bunch of games where you're like, well, we'll see what happens because anything can happen. And that's not this year. I mean, the, the league ended with the difference between second place and 12th place being three games. There was such a jumble that even going into the game, not even the day, but the game that Northwestern played to end the regular season, they were either going to be a two seed or a nine seed. That's how crazy close this was. Like, like Chris Collins won the Coach of the Year award, and it, and it makes sense, and no real objections to it. But think if he loses that last game of the regular season, they're a nine seed. It's a lot harder to give him the coach of the year award when he's a nine seed in the conference tourney. It probably goes to Matt Painter in that instance, because remember, they were not expected to be great. This was supposed to be Indiana's year to dominate the league. Purdue was predicted like fifth in the preseason. And yet they were the number one in the team in the country for seven weeks, despite the fact that they you know, lost their star player from last year. And nobody really knew that this is what Zach Eady was going to be because he was a guy who played, whatever, 15, 18 minutes a game last year. So it, it is crazy how, how everything was so close and how that affects uh, so many different angles of what this postseason will be. So, Mike, what do you see as being at stake here when it comes to seeding gained or seeding lost in the NCAAs for this large group of teams that's fighting for spots? Well, at the very top, Purdue's still got a chance at a one seed. Um, they were a lock to be the overall, and then they've kind of had some losses recently. So that's at the very top, that's what's there. I think that jumble in the middle, though, is fascinating. Like, Michigan State's a 19-win team. So's Iowa. Maryland's a 20-win team. So's Illinois. Like, then there's all those bubble teams, right? You, you've got Michigan You've got Penn State, you've got Wisconsin, you've got Rutgers. That's four legitimate bubble teams that if they win a game or two, you're going, they're pretty clearly in. And if they don't win a game, you're going, I think they're out. Right now, Mike DeCourcy has 10 Big Ten teams in, and that's with Michigan missing the tournament. But it's that Wisconsin-Penn State-Rutgers grouping is all right around that 
last four teams in. Um, so, I mean, the, the exciting thing, I think, is on the top and the bottom, Dan, but that, that middle clump is really weird where the Northwesterns, the Illinois, the, the Maryland's, they're safely in, but what are they? Are they a seven seed? Are they an eight seed? Does Northwestern bump up and end up being more like a six or a five? Like, it's, it's, there's more uncertainty around that than I can remember in a long time entering the final week of the season. Mike, how did Northwestern do this? You have one player transfer to Carolina, another transfer to Duke. They're picked to be 13th or 14th in the league, and here they are as the 2C going into the tournament. How, how did we see this team grow as the season went on? Well, very few people saw it happening at the beginning of the year. They were picked 13th out of 14 teams in the league. I think one of the big things was the addition of Chris Lowry as an assistant coach. He was the coach at SIU for a while, and then he spent a lot of years under Bruce Weber again back at K-State. And and Bruce, you know, left the coaching industry and, and is with us now at the network, and so that meant Lowry was looking for a job, and, and he went with Chris Collins, and they gave him tons of credit defensively that he changed how effective they are on the defensive side of things, and that opened up opportunities. I think everyone thought Boo Booey and Chase Audiz would be good. I just don't think many people thought they'd be first and second team all Big Ten good and that they would have clutch performances. They could be that effective scoring the ball, and I think those go hand in hand. They, they got more opportunities to score because the defense – with Lowry was so much better. And then there's also just that, that aspect of who expected them, right? I mean, this was a challenging year for an Indiana and a Michigan because they were expected to be really good. No one really expected Northwestern to do anything. So there was no pressure on them really until February when I think the, the national perspective was, oh, they're actually going to be pretty good and they're, they're going to make the tournament no matter what. So now I'm sitting here wondering, okay, is Purdue going to be the team we saw them be for that stretch? Is Northwestern going to continue to try to be Kingslayer when they were the team who took down Indiana and Purdue, for example? Is Illinois going to be consistent? Like, I have all these questions, and I don't know that a lot of it gets decided with the conference tournament, but at least it gives you more understanding as to what could happen come the, the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, I, I think bringing up Illinois is, is a fascinating. I don't know anyone who knows what they are. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've got a bunch of Illinois family members and they're like, man, we, you know, in the last couple of years, we've been uh, uh, won the Big Ten tournament. And we're loaded with NBA talent. We felt great about what they were. And then they disappointed. And they're like, man, I think we're going to be an eight seed and we might go to the Elite Eight this year because why not? You know, they, they've shown a very high ceiling, but they've been really frustrating. I mean, they've beaten really good teams. Like, I mean, they beat two teams that were ranked in the top 10 at the time in Texas and UCLA. But they've just been inconsistent. They can't hit a three. Um, and, and they've got a tough one. I mean, their first game is against Penn State, who not only beat them both times this year, Layla, but it really wasn't close. It was double-digit wins for the Nittany Lions both times. So they're a great microcosm of a team that has a ton to prove this week in Chicago. All right, look, we know why you're 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 on here. Like you're Mr. Big Ten. We get it. You're Mike Hall. All of that stuff. But what the people want to know, Mike, is your thoughts on Pedro Grafol. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm a painfully optimistic White Sox fan, right? There are seventeen thousand reasons to not be optimistic this year, but I I choose to enjoy spring training and to find the smile <laughs> as a Southside fan. I like the addition in left field. You needed a good glove. I, I refuse to believe that in the way that last year, ev- almost every player had a below average season for what they did or was injured. I just, I have to allow myself the month of March and April to feel that that won't happen that they will rise back up to at least their average level. It's a winnable division. I, I have to do it, Lawrence. It's not healthy for me, but I have to do it for my for my own sanity. It's funny because it's kind of how like all White Sox fans are. Like you're very representative. No, no he's not. He's too optimistic. No. The rest of us are grumbling. You two are fighting about how to be a White no, Sox no, 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 no. fan is yeah. precious. But if over you, here muttering to ourselves and, and that's like rocking Dan, in the field position. That's you. But if you look at the way that <laughs> if if anything negative in the spring has been put out about the White Sox on Twitter, people are like, no, it's gonna be great. Everyone's gonna go back to their baseball cards. It's gonna be awesome. They'll come back and join us. 
if things don't go well in May and June and go, why wasn't anyone talking about any of these things that were happening in spring? Okay. All right. You know, like that, we're that's, here kind for of, them. that's kind of how it is. But I thought about you, Mike, because Dan and I were having a conversation about Michael Kopech and how uh-huh. Kopech, like that was a thing. And that you and I ran into each other on Kopech day, the, right. the day where he came up to pitch. And it's like, Remember when Michael Kopech was like a thing thing? So I'm I'm hoping that we get back to that place where Michael Kopech is a thing thing and and he's out there giving you 150 to 175 innings. I've, I, it's funny you said that. I'm looking at it in my little office. I've got like a cork board of just ticket stubs throughout my life of random, you know, fun events I was at. And one of them has the Kopech MLB debut. And I'm like, man, I wonder how long I hold on to this. Is this... <laughs> Is this something that in five years my son's going to be 11? He's like, why do you have that one? I'm like, I don't know, buddy. I don't know. But it made a lot of sense at the time to keep it. See, this is the essence of the Sox garage sale at SoxFest that I was just talking about earlier on the show. This is it. This is the essence. <laughs> Too bad there were various reasons for no SoxFest. Various uh, reasons. Various. Various. Various, yeah. various reasons. <laughs> uh, Mike, <laughs> as always, we appreciate when you stop by the show. Uh, anything? Are anything fun coming up on on Big Ten Network? Yeah, just the tourney, man. We got uh, every game today, all four games tomorrow, all four games the following day, and then NCAA tournament coverage from there on out. Should no, fun. there's other fun stuff. Like there's a big, massive, big logo just parked on Michigan Avenue over here. They've been sneaking some stuff around town. Yeah, that's true. Did you see? Did you see what we've been doing on our morning show? They've been. They've been putting the crew on the roof. Yes, I saw which, that set up. Uh, one of your producers, Bill Coppolis, of course, yeah. uh, posted the picture. Yeah, it is It is a great idea. It looks way better than I thought it, it did. Because, you know, we're in River North, so you can see the skyline's awesome from that vantage point. But you're also like, oh, yeah, it's early March in Chicago. We're putting on hats and gloves, fellas. <laughs> this, this is chilly. Yep. Well, go take a picture in front of the massive big logo if you can, because it looks pretty cool. It's on a. It's on Michigan, like right north of Wacker. Nice. Yes. Cool. Mike Hall. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. All right. You bet. Talk to you soon, guys. That's Mike Hall of Big Ten Network, a good friend of the show. Our in-law. He married into the Score family. And how many kids do they have now? Three. Three. Three gorgeous kids. Guys. Yeah, they're all going to be like seven feet. They're going to be very tall children. Yeah. It's. It's. Yeah. Because he's tall, and Linda's tall. tall. Yeah, they're 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 going to do all right, and they're going to do all right in the looks department too because of mom. Not so much because of dad, but Me. because of mom. So he's he's an in law, like he's you know he's part of our family. Yeah. Oh, he was part of our family the second he started popping off about some bizarre in game decision. No, no, no. Last I mean he, he literally married in. Like I know. His, you know his his wife used to work here, but he's also he's fam in a few ways. Well, he's definitely White Sox fam. Um. And he's 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 being a lot less emotional about the White Sox than he actually is. Yeah, because the last time, at least I was present for one of his interviews, it was pretty fired up, uh-huh. appropriately so. The uh, the is the Illini going to be consistent, or are the Illini going to be consistent? However, you want to use that verb or this is Layla, This is how I feel about the entire damn tournament. I think that. There, this tournament to me is going to be wild. Not the Big Ten, the entire NCAA tournament, because I think every team that is worth a damn is like this. Illinois is absolutely a team that I could see running to the Elite Eight. They are also a team that I could see getting blown out in the first game of, of the yeah, tournament. That's that's it for and me. Th- like I'm like, just pick a lane. Who are you? And there's a bunch of teams like this. A bunch of teams around the country where. <laughs> I said Look, that Northwestern could lose to anybody if they're not hitting shots. I, I was joke, joking and, everybody. and saying something nice about Marquette because I do think that they, they are a dark horse choice to win the whole tournament. And a Marquette fan was like, they haven't beaten anyone. The Big East sucks. Yeah, all of the conferences, except for the Big 12, suck this year. And the Big 12 doesn't have, I think, the amount of teams that it has traditionally had. So in a way, they're not as good. I just want to throw this out there. If uh, if you're confused and you need an answer, perhaps the answer lies in the U of H. Houston, go Cougs. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm defaulting to. But, but, Kelvin but, Sampson, defense, talented team. They they were excellent last year. Like that is an established program right now. So I just, I just I'm just throwing that out there. Let me give you another example of what I'm talking about. Last night I turned on the West Coast H. Conference tournament. 
And when we talked with Eamon yesterday, mm-hmm. I was going to ask him if St. Mary's had finally caught up to Gonzaga. Because St. Mary's was the number one seed in the West Coast Conference this year. Gonzaga was number two. Gonzaga curb stomped them last night. They they were up before they pulled everyone out of the game. They Timmy. were up 35 points. 35 points. And Drew Timmy, he he set the record for Gonzaga scorers because he's been there for nine years. He's terrible. I, as a college player, he's pretty good. I don't think that he has really big pro prospects, which is why he continues to be a college player. So slow. And so, you know. It, think about that. The number one seed in your conference tournament got destroyed. Destroyed last night. This tournament is going to be so much fun, and everyone's going to look bad and good at the same time. You know who we needed to, to figure it out is Joe. Like, Joe Ostrowski is going to be a major key this week. Joseph! I also want to share this, and I know we're up against it. I was crying laughing when Brad Underwood described the Big Ten standings and said, they're in there, and we're in there. And then I was like, what? And then I realized, I was like, oh, he doesn't know where anybody is exactly in the standings because of what Mike just said. It's insane how close everyone is. Two to nine is crazy. That's, I mean, the parody is, yeah. When we come back, I think we have to discuss the Bulls for a moment ahead (laughs) of what could be an ugly evening in Denver (laughs) against one of the best teams in the NBA. Way to sell it. And the, just... Understand the reality, the the likelihood of where this bull season is headed right now. Let's just say it. Saucy. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Do we have to do this? We don't have to do this. You just want to do this? Yeah, it's just, this is just. I wrote down down on my sheet of paper for this segment, Bulls confrontation about play-in. Well, it's not just about the play-in. We we did this last night. We recorded the the Organizations Win Championships podcast last night, and we had four games to cover because we we were going to record Thursday, but we we had to hurry out of town, so we did not record. So we dealt with this four-game stretch as a block of games, went over each one of them, broke it all down, it really, even the win over Detroit felt bad for reasons that we, Very much that so. we discussed. Felt like a loss. Felt like a loss. And you just start looking at these discrepancies and the things that they can't change about themselves. And now you look at the schedule, and other than getting a bit of a break against Houston on Saturday, things are, are not going to be all that easy for them. Let's be honest about where we're headed the, here. The break may not even be a break against Houston. Do you remember what Shangun did to them? He's fun. He and he he plays like weird too. I like. If Alper you were a part Shangun. of the Rising Stars Challenge, you definitely are a problem for this year's Bulls. As it stands now, what's most likely to happen, despite the vote of confidence and despite our tourist Karnashovas being on the phone in an airport saying they're going for it, and they hit the buyout market, and he wants to see what this team is made of. Damn it! I gotta go. And then he's got to leave. He's got to fight. So I understand that. But what's most likely is that they're going to be in the lottery. And they're not going to have a top four pick. And their pick is going to convey to Orlando. Go Bulls! That's what's, as, as you start looking at the percentages, that somewhere along the line, there was malpractice in here. Somewhere along the line, this idea, like if you, 
laid it out and said, here's what's going to happen. You're not going to move Nikola Vucevic. He's probably going to leave. Well, we don't know that. But, I mean, the moves that have been made since the trade deadline don't make it feel like this is a place where Vooch wants to be. No, and I don't know that I want him back. I don't know that I want an aging below the rim big. That's funny because everything I've heard is like, yeah, it sounds like they want to bring Vooch back. What well, They may, but Vooch doesn't sound like he wants to come back. And reading some of these quotes. I don't. I don't believe him either. Same reason Gordon Dragic wanted to get his dumb ass out of here and go play for a real team. We were right, Layla. We were right about the Goran Dragic stuff. uh, You know what? I've told a lot of uncomfortable truths on this show. It's not my fault that people have to get used to the information it takes them sometimes. It's just the most bulls thing of this. The most bulls thing is that they are indeed losing. They are indeed helping their potential draft position, but while trying to win. Which is very frustrating. It's the worst. It's the worst. I mean, and, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be the worst tonight. It's, it's, well, but, but tonight you're prepared because you're going up against a powerhouse. And you're going up against the league MVP and a team that is just loaded. When you, when you question why the Bulls abandoned the game plan, I present to you a team that follows it to a T. You think Nikola Jokic makes those no-look passes not knowing where that guy's going to be? The reason he's able to do that stuff is because he knows exactly where they're going to be. It's gonna be look, a f- look how it's working out for them. It's going to be a fun Western Conference playoff, too. The West is back, my friend. Because now Eastern Conference playoffs, too. You think that'd be well, once we get to the second the round, Bulls. once we get to the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs, I think it'll be fun. But out West, you still got some movement with Ja being out for a while. Sacramento could end up as the number two seed out West. Oh, Sacramento is my Western Conference sleeper rising star team in the playoffs. It's probably still going to lose to another team. I mean, they'll be they'll <laughs> be fun. It's a very specific title for that. That's team just where I feel like they are. It's like, oh, Sacramento's got a little something. No, not enough, but cool. Let me ask the both of you something. And they're going to take the place of Portland, essentially. And Layla, I'll start with you. When you're watching Bulls games now, how would you describe how you feel while watching the game? I keep thinking to myself, this is a great two-man game team, but the three-man is just not working and it bothers me. Somebody's always out of the big three, the odd man out. It's just a matter of how and when and why. You know what I'm saying while I watch Bulls games? Shoot a three! Well, yeah, that too. Shoot a three! Yes. Someone please shoot a three. And then even if they miss it, I'll say, good shot. When Kobe White misses consecutive 26-footers, you know what I said? Good job. What? I said, get it to Patrick. He's standing there on his phone. And he's, and the he's best your best shooter. shooter. And then it's like, well, I guess we're doing the DeMar stuff. Yeah, we are. Trading twos for threes. And, or taking contested twos. And then Stacy's like, get it to Vooch so he can take contested two. I'm like, no. Nah. I, I, shoot a three. field goal. Yes. Halliburton. Yes. <laughs> DeMar. DeRozan. Three-point field goal guy you've never heard of. Duarte. <laughs> I mean, oh, every game. Every single game. Three-point field goal. Six-eight guy who also can run and jump. Long guy. <laughs> Long, young, springy guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just keep going back to the big, big deal which is those three, for whatever reason, can't work together. But here's the issue is they're all likable. Nobody's yeah. mad about it. Oh, like I, I, I'm not criticizing. And so Casey, I was at NBC Sports Chicago on Monday for football night in Chicago, and I see Casey walking out of the office. And he's like, hey, Layla, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I have an issue with this. <laughs> like, just start Aaron yelling. grievances? Yeah, I just start yelling <laughs> basketball stuff at him. He doesn't need that. I mean, yeah, he does. That's what he's there that for. That is not what he is there <laughs> yes, for. Yes, it is. What I'm else like, is he there for? I'm, I'm like, Zach Levine's numbers are better, but they're coming at the price of something else that I don't understand. And then he's like, then we start talking about just, the, you know, the issues on the team in general. And I was like, and Denver has the best spacing in the league. Yep. 
See, there you go. Mm-hmm. I and I'm very looking forward to his podcast coming out with Jason Goff and, and Adam Amin, right? Like, yeah, the, the, he goes. He said they address some of these things. I'm not surprised. So I can't wait to listen to it. But it, it's the same thing. It's like trying to figure out what the long term outlook is here Bad. because they abandon it when they decided to get guys like Patrick Beverly. They're like, we want to see this through or see what happens if we do something else. But here's the thing, Dan. What? The likelihood of them getting the fourth overall pick not was like great. 8%. It's not great. It was like 8%. But if, and even then, number four isn't getting you to one. But at least you have it. I mean, one would be nice, but four is pretty good because it's yours. Five is not. It's yours. It's, five is Orlando's. The issue is That's what's going to happen. The issue They're going to get just, five, right? It's not just this pick. It's the fact that they already gave one away. Five and is seven. They have a one wrapped up in Demar. DeRozan. That's that's when it gets Three punitive. Three point field goal. Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> right. Oh, Tyrese Halliburton called game the other Trouble. day. He did. Trouble. Dude, the overconfident Indiana Pacers. When they play the Bulls, Benedict Matherin's like. Let's go. I'm when like, they, no, no, Benedict Matherin. And when then they I'm like, play the Bulls, they have every reason to be overcome. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.